All right. The following comes to us through potbean.com in the artist realm with Sylvia Stein. Here we go. Happy Friday, everyone. I'm so happy to be with you guys today. And I have, do I have a very good treat for you guys today. Today I have my one-on-one -on -one again in Indie Artist Realm. I am Sylvia Stein and I am so happy to have her on the show. The amazing and talented, all the way from Devon in UK, Chrissy Parker. She's here and I couldn't be more excited. And, uh, Yes, it sounds like I'm sucking up, and I, yes, I am doing that too, but I want everyone to, the listeners, to get to know her, and, and again, uh, I will just pass it to her. First, of, first and foremost, thank you for being here, Chrissy, and just tell, tell the listeners all about you. Hi, Sylvia. Thank you so much for having me on your show, and it's so nice to be here and to talk to you. Um, I've known you for quite a long time, so I really, really yes. appreciate you asking me on, so that's great. So, as Sylvia said, my name is Chrissy Parker, and I'm an author, and I live in a county of Devon in England or the UK. So, any of you who don't know England very well, if you look mm -hmm. at a map of England, you kind of look near the bottom and sort of in the middle, go left. And that funny, long, pointy bit that goes down, I live on that bit, yes. in that middle of that pointy bit. Yes. So I'm in the West Country, as they would say. So yeah, I'm an author. Um, I write historical fiction, and I write thrillers as well. Uh, I've just released my fifth book. And um, I love history. I'm a huge history geek. Um, so that's kind of one of the reasons why I write historical fiction, because I can tie up my love of history mm -hmm. uh, with writing. Um, I've done two courses uh, with on Egyptology at yes. Exeter University, and I've done an archaeology course as well with Exeter University. I collect books. So I not only read and read normal books and collect them, I also collect history books and have about 220 history books. Wow. Um, <laughs> and travel books, maps. I love traveling as well. A lot of my historical fiction books are also set in countries that I visited. So I kind of tie up the travel aspect with the history, with the writings. It's a whole smush of things. Um, so, yeah, it's kind of, that's a bit me, really. And I live on the edge of a conservation area in Devon, which is a big canal. Mm -hmm. um, so it's like a waterway uh, wow. and it's about 11 miles long and it's really beautiful, loads of trees, loads of history, lots of swans and ducks and moorhens. It's just a really, really nice, beautiful, inspiring place to live. I live here with my husband yes. and two cats. Wow. Well, what, that's quite an intro, isn't it, guys? That's just amazing. <laughs> I love it. And, and I can tell so much about that you're very eclectic with different things that combine your writing, um, historicals stuff mm -hmm. in your books. Uh, and you'll, you'll talk more about that to us today, but I noticed that you have, you really are a history buff. Like, you know, mm -hmm. so much stuff about history and I love it because, 
Um, I am. I, I, I became an admin uh, for her uh, Chrissy Parker book club, which she'll tell us more about too. But um, what I noticed is that you share a lot of these, aside from your books, you share a lot of historical archaeology, uh, archaeological stuff that you have a love for. And I could see it in your books. When I read your books, I feel like I'm immersed in those you know, because you dive, you, you dive right into different genres, but you, uh, like among the olive groves, which you'll tell us more about too, is you share a lot of this uh, love that you have. And I love it. And I love it that you're, you're, you're telling all the uh, listeners where you're from, because not everyone's familiar. And I know I love London. I hope one day I get to go visit <laughs> and go see you and everything. But I just love the way you describe and when you record your videos, which we see a lot. You share a lot of the of the the beautiful countryside and and all the different things. So I can't wait to for you to tell us more. So yeah, absolutely. No, I mean history is a huge part of kind of me. Um, when I was at school, uh, there was a, a huge thing at school. All the kids were asked, "What do you want to do when you leave school?" Mm. And people kind of have to decide, or if they weren't sure. Now, I I either wanted to be randomly either an actress or an archaeologist and I looked into both but my teacher said oh no no you can't really do that you should be like a secretary or a nurse or something I kind of looked into both the subjects and unfortunately it was going to cost a lot of money for me to go and be an archaeologist so I kind of went down the acting route but the history always stayed with me Mm -hmm. I I've loved history ever since I was a child the village I grew up in had quite a few historical things Mm -hmm. there was an old Roman hill fort there um, and I, it's, it's something that's just stayed with me. And mm-hmm. I know whenever my husband and I have been on holiday together, mm-hmm. we kind of, we're not the sort of people who go, right, we're going to go on holiday and spend two weeks by the pool reading a book. Mm-hmm. Don't get me wrong, I love going on holiday and reading books. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But to me, I love to go on holiday and go, right, I've just gone to this country. What's the history? What's the culture? Let's yeah. go and eat mm-hmm. where the locals eat. Let's go in and visit all the historical sites. And I read up about it before I go. So for me history is a huge part of my life and I've been living where I'm living now for about a year and a half and one of the first things I did when I moved here I kind of found out within the first six months all of the history of where we live because I spent the whole time walking around and discovering things and discovering old random rundown buildings Mm -hmm. and and things that were buried and you know by fields and things so I don't know whether I'm kind of attracted to it, whether I have like a, a homing device that just mm-hmm. takes me straight to history. I don't know. Yes. But it's something that I really love. So that does have a huge impact in my life. Yes. So for me, I love to be able to write about it as well. Yes, exactly. And and you could tell you get really immersed with, with it. And, uh, you know, I could tell that you have a love. And I love that uh, when you go to vacation, that's one thing I always say. If you haven't been there Go and check out everything. Check out the sites. Find out about, you know, we went to Williamsburg, Virginia. And and one of the favorite things to go to Colonial Jamestown, the different uh, aspects of history is what you want to go and show your kids. And even though a lot of them, you know, because I got teenagers, you know, now or almost teenagers, they're like, oh, God, you're going to show us this. (laughs) Believe me, you'll appreciate it later. You know, absolutely. It's like at first they're like, "Oh God, we got to do a lot of." It's like for me, it's like, "Wow, I'm right where Pocahontas was," and or you know, stuff like different type of thing. You know, it's a different thing, but that's why I can relate to you in that. That uh, I enjoy hearing how people enjoy and immerse in the culture. And I could tell that you do that with your books and your sites. Of course, you've gone to Egypt. I think you know you. You showed pictures yep. and shared, and you have more to tell us on that. 
And uh, but it's just so exciting to, when I hear you talk about the different aspects of what you do because it's it's amazing. And when you said that about your teacher, what do they know? It's like some of them do, but they don't know what we're gonna be. <laughs> sometimes <laughs> sometimes they do, but you know, what do you mean you can't yeah. be? You know, you need to be a secretary. I'm like, you be whatever you want to be, yeah. right? <laughs> yeah, I mean, I was really lucky that I had one teacher who's my English teacher who kind of realized that I had this real creative streak and I loved yeah. writing stories. And um, when we left school, we had this book that we all kind of signed to say good luck, best wishes. Oh, yeah. And I actually found it the other day. And um, there's actually a message from my English teacher in there to say good luck for the future and you're going to be a successful novelist. Wow. And it's really funny because I've managed to kind of track him down recently. Oh. And um, I through his sister randomly who was actually quite a well-known tennis player in this country and um he sent me a, an email about two months ago saying oh it's so lovely to see that you are actually writing books Yay. and he said and I feel like I've made a difference but to me that teacher was kind of the one person at school who really yeah. kind of made me feel like I could do it yes you know and kind of gave me that and it was so nice all these years later to actually look back at his message and go do you know what I did it yes. I did do it and you, you know, and then that kind of makes me proud for him. Yes, because you you kind of connect with him, and and you always do have those people that cheer you on, and yeah. and then you go back, and isn't it amazing to go back and reflect and say, oh wow, you know, you know, you have people come up to you and say, oh, you're such a lovely person, and oh, because of you, I did this, and to, for him, I'm sure for him, this all came full circle, and for you. Yeah. You know, being so young and then him knowing that you were just going to, you know, do that. And that's yeah. just awesome to hear. And I, and I love how you, you know, you share your passion for what you do. Now, um, you know, I wanted to also talk to listeners to hear more about your books because yeah. I know you've written several of them. And uh, I know when we first met, you were starting on them uh, back with a uh, shout out to Melissa Foster and all the, hey, the great so, Melissa uh, Foster support team and all the wonderful people, Belinda and Sass and all those wonderful people we met in that group. If I left anyone out, um, Emerald and, and Barbie and there's so many people, um, I, my, my shout out to them. Um, you started writing your books, so tell the listeners about your books and how you got started in them. Okay, so I really, really, really realized that I wanted to write years and years and years mm -hmm. ago, but it was something that I find it really hard to do. I kind of started novels over the years, never got them finished, or kind of did my three chapters, sent them off to publishers and got you know the letters back saying, no, but thank you, no, but thank you. And then in 2008, I managed to get a book published. Mm -hmm. I kind of realized that, yes, it was something I wanted to do. But unfortunately, uh, the contract I had, I wasn't happy with. Um, mm -hmm. And eventually, I kind of stepped out of that contract and then ended up being in a situation where it wasn't just a case of I was desperate to do this. It was a case of I, I was desperate to write because I, I want to write. I have to write. It's, mm -hmm. it's built within me. Um I'd not only written, but I'd had something published, but then it kind of didn't go how I expected to, and it went wrong, mm -hmm. and I kind of ended up coming back full circle very quickly. I ended up finding World Literary Cafe on mm -hmm. the internet, which yeah. was kind of the big group that you've just mentioned, yes. um, kind of pretty much run and organized by Melissa Foster, mm -hmm. kind of got to know all you guys, got loads of advice yes. from Melissa, um, and she and everybody else like yourself that I met in that group yes. gave me the confidence to kind of go, do you know, I'm going to, 
I want to do this so much I'm going to try things a little differently yes. and that's where I decided to go down regardless of what anybody else thought mm-hmm. or what anybody else said yes. I was going to go down the independent route and yes. see what happened yes. and that's what I did I chose the first book um, to publish as, as book one mm-hmm. of the Moon series which yes. is Integrate yes. which was actually never meant to be part of the series it was meant to be a standalone novella oh, okay. um, so it was never actually meant to be part of the series uh, that was originally a screenplay that I'd written in the 1990s. Wow. So I went, again, I went backwards. I took a screenplay mm-hmm. and I actually rewrote it as a book uh, and then went through the whole process, getting lots of advice, following mm-hmm. Melissa Foster's um, courses yes. as to how to do things, how not to do things. And I published it. Uh, and I was really, really happy with what I did. Mm-hmm. And I kind of learned a lot from it. It was huge support and I felt really, really proud because it was my second book. Mm-hmm. So I'd kind of got over the stumbling block of the first book and I kind of did that and that was brilliant. Yeah. And then I thought, right, what am I going to do next? Yeah. And I had a number of books that I'd sort of started writing, uh, but there was something that in my mind I really wanted to do. Yeah. And when I, this was this was basically Among the Olive Graves, mm-hmm. what, what happened was... Oh, I love that book. I do. <laughs> a lot of books. people love Among the Olive Groves. Yes. Yeah, I um I have family and friends on the island of Zakynthos in oh, Greece, where the book is set. So I decided, well, take it back a step. A number of years ago, I went to, to the island to visit. I went went for a friend's wedding, saw my family, met up with loads of people. And whilst I was there, I was chatting, just got on to, to a conversation about history, funnily enough, with somebody that I'd met over there. And they were telling me a story about something that happened to one of their relatives during World War II. Mm-hmm. And it was something that stuck with me because I was actually quite shocked by it and slightly horrified by what oh, they told me. Yes. And then I was kind of quite involved with people um, in Zakynthos online and still chatting to people and friends and things over there. And they were going through a really, really hard time in Greece. Um, Obviously, financially, the country was going through a terrible time. So I kind of took this little sentence and I kind of thought, I want to do something with that. I want to make it something bigger. bigger. I kind of, there's a story that needs to be told there. But then I also wanted to tell people what I thought of Zakynthos and what an amazing place mm-hmm. it is and why people shouldn't just write Greece off, why they should go and visit. So I worked out a story and actually the the, the sentence that this person told me about what happened during World War II mm-hmm. is what I wrote about first, which is actually the last, pretty much almost the last chapter of the World War II sections of the book. Yeah. And I wrote it through floods of tears, huge emotion. It was very distressing to write, but I kind of got it out onto paper and out of my system. Then I suddenly thought, this is great. Oh, no, I need to write a whole book now. What am I going to do? <laughs> so um, I actually wrote the book, but yeah. I wrote it in three different styles yeah. because I wasn't sure how to actually write it. Yes. And it was a huge, huge bit of work that I undertook. In the end, I settled on what the book is now, um, mm. which is effectively two stories yes. in two different times that merge together to create one story. Fascinating um, story. I won't give it away, but it's like I felt uh, you, you, you're you just awesome. If you finished saying what you were saying, but I, I had to say that because it, emotional, yes, it was. It was uh, <laughs> like you get through a book. It's like, okay, let me get my tissues. <laughs> Yeah, and it's, it's I'm, I'm the same now. There are parts of the book I can't read because they upset me too much because, yeah. you know, it's yes. kind of, it is quite emotional. But 
everything that I I had to do a lot of research for that book because I had to make sure that I got it right. Yes. I'm as far as ancient history is concerned, I'm quite good with ancient history. Mm-hmm. Modern history isn't my thing, so I set myself the ultimate challenge to write a book about history, which I love, mm-hmm. but about a period of history which I hate. Oh. And so for me, that was a huge challenge. Whoa. And I suddenly had to start researching World War II, and I learned a lot of things because I decided to make my character in the book um, a female resistance fighter. Yes. And that was really important because we hear a lot of things about male resistance and yes. we don't hear a lot about, about what females women. did. Yeah. But actually, the females did just as much, no. if not yeah. more. And actually, they got worse treatment overall than male resistance fighters did if they were ever captured. Yes. Um, so I did a lot of reading, some of it quite horrific, um very graphic so it was and it was a real challenge for me to make the story as realistic as possible but mm-hmm. without completely freaking the readers out and making them go I don't want to read that yes everything you will read about the the world war ii part of the book all those facts are mm-hmm. pretty much ac- they're about 99 percent accurate yes. a couple of the things did happen but I've changed names mm-hmm. I've I've added bits to the story so there is a bit in there about um them saving the entire jewish population of the island of zakynthos getting them off the island because the commandant demands a list so they can send them off to the camps that actually happened wow that actually happened and zakynthos were about the only place in the whole of greece in fact probably about the whole the only place in the whole of mediterranean to save their entire jewish Mm. populace and hide them and protect them from the Germans. I wanted to put it in the book because it's such an important part of the yes. island's history. Yes. But I was very conscious that I didn't want to upset anybody. Yes. So I changed the names and obviously I kind of put a few things yes. around it and changed the way it happened slightly differently just to make it a little bit easier. But I do feel that it was a very important story to tell. Yes. And that is the thing about Among the Olive Groves it's a book that has a lot of stories to tell. It's very important stories yes. that I want the world to know about. Yes, it's a work of fiction that people can enjoy. And yes, it's a book that if people love Greece, they can pick it up and yes. read it on a cold winter's night when it's cold and snowing and yes. imagine themselves back in mm. Greece. Um, it's, it's just something that's very close to my heart. And it was a really hard book to write. I am so glad that I wrote it. It, it, you so could cool. tell you wrote, and, and thank you for sharing that because it, I could feel the passion. Every book of yours has passion and it, it has a lot of, mm. but that book, it was like, um, a piece of your heart is in that, like the, like wow. you, you know, every book is a, is something as our baby, but that book, I think you gave that piece of your heart to Egypt, you yeah. know, to when you wrote about, you know, uh, sorry, Greece, sorry, Greece and, and, and sharing that the historical part of, of the characters, all of that part was just phenomenal. And like I said, I commend you for taking something so dramatic, but making it something so beautiful, because as you notice, your readers have enjoyed that book. And every time that they talk about that book, there's only uh, so much positiveness coming out of that, of what you wrote. Yeah, and it's it's one of those books that actually I know because I've had messages. Readers don't just read it once; they read it two, three, mm. four times. Yes. They read it repeatedly. There are people who go back to the island to go on holiday every year, and they take the book with them. Yes, you so, get pictures. 
sent to you. I've seen that yeah. where people will take a yeah. picture. Look, I got my book and I'm reading yeah. it. I'm enjoying it here in Greece. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, it's it's amazing, and I'm so, I'm so glad that you know people have enjoyed it because that's the whole point. Is yeah. I write because I love writing, yes. but I want readers to like the work as well because it's for them yes. i write it for them yes so and you need, connect need, with them you also in, in, connect with them you're able to build and connect with them too yeah, yeah that's absolutely a, that's beautiful that's beautiful and so, yeah it's it's like i said it's like i feel like you know you're like a late you know how they say an onion you peel there's so many yeah. layers. That's you, Chrissy. It's like so many layers <laughs> to you. There's, there's, there's not just one thing. It's so many things that you do yeah. that are That's just right. great. Yeah. I mean, after Among the Olive Groves, I kind of, I was working on another book and then um, I had a dream one night mm-hmm. and um, I woke up going <gasps> from this dream and then I went, oh, brain, don't do this to me. And it was at that <laughs> point where I realized that my brain had gone integrate, great story, yeah. but yeah. actually... There needs to be another book. And I went, no, 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 there doesn't. It was only ever meant to be stamped. No, 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 there does because. And I'd had the story, the rough storyline come mm-hmm. to me in fragments in a dream. And I kind of sat there and went, oh, no, I'm going to have to write this because if I don't write it, I'll regret not writing it because yes. I really want to write it. Yes. And that's where Temperance came into being. Yes. Which is oh, my theory. God. That one theory. just, it's like, okay, they see, they talk about the girl on the train. I, I hope to see this series, all of them, but especially this series on, on film. And you're a screenwriter, so I, 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 I yeah, not to put pressure on you, but, you no, know. No, 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 not enough time. No, it's, it is, I mean, Temperance was really hard because it's yeah. kind of a set number of characters. Yes. And we kind of know what's going on with all these different characters. Oh, God, that's but there's just... This huge moment in it where you kind of don't realize that actually something's not quite right with one of the characters yes oh my god the way you 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 were able to take that and I was I I I literally got the book and on that same day I finished the book I'm like I could wait but you know what I'm not gonna wait I'm gonna read it it was just oh my god you I wouldn't I never saw it coming that's all yeah. I gotta say on that one. Well, to be honest, neither did I, and I kind of sat there and I wrote that book <clears throat> purely blind, mm-hmm. because with my historical fiction, I t- I tend to spend the whole time researching, mm-hmm. but with my thrillers, I don't. I just literally dive just... in and I write and I see what happens. Yeah. And with Temperance, it was very much like that. I just wrote and wrote and wrote, and all these characters completely surprised me. I just had no idea what they were doing, and it ended up when I got to the end, I kind of went, actually, I like that. That's really good. That really surprised me. That's really good. And then I realised that where it ended, I kind of had to write another book. So I went, that's it, three books. But actually, each of the books you can read as a standalone, I think. Yeah, but, but there are things that link it. To, it's to not the a other. series that kind of where Integrate ends and then Temperance goes, and the next day. There's yes. Quite, there's, there's a very yes. people pick temperance. It's kind of like you took the epilogue and you expanded it to the other book and you go to the next. Yeah. Type yeah. Of thing. So it's kind of it, it's good, and I'm in the process of kind of writing the third one now, Retribution, which Ooh. is going to finish the whole thing off. Yes. Uh, and I'm really I'm really enjoying that, and that's that's taken a slightly different turn as well. Okay. And I think throughout them, each 
each book has got ever so slightly darker and retribution is definitely going to be the darkest of the three wow and i like i said you know i and i'm not going to stalk you but i am i am going to write little messages is it almost here (laughs) (laughs) yeah soon 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 no i'm aiming to try if i can to get that one out next year yes if i can no um yeah but yeah, it's kind of it's, yeah. So I mean, Temperance Temperance came out, and and that was really good. So that's kind of book four, which is great. And then um, this spring, I was supposed to release Wind Across the Nile um, yeah. this autumn, but unfortunately, due to various circumstances, I haven't been able to do that. But I did write a number of years ago a, a short poetry and short story book, yes. and these were all poems and short stories that I wrote between about nineteen eighty nine and nineteen ninety five. And I really kind of wanted to do something with them, so I've re-released them again because again they were re- they they were written into a book, okay. um, but then it went out of print. So that one's come back now, and that is mine, and mm-hmm. it's out there now. Um, basically called the Secrets, a collection of poems. Oh and short my stories. god, that's so amazing! See, I'm telling you, is you you write so many different things, which is exciting mm-hmm. because you don't stick to one genre. Not that there's anything wrong with it, but you're expanding it to everything. Yeah. That's that's yeah. awesome. That's awesome. Yeah, it's, I kind of, I love my historical fiction. I'm always going to be historical mm-hmm. fiction because I've got lots lined up mm-hmm. for, you know, I've got lots of books planned. The thrillers, I, I suppose for my historical fiction, I enjoy doing it because it gives me that opportunity, like I said, to merge my history with my writing. Mm-hmm. So that's great. And I really love it. My thrillers, I can kind of throw everything out the window mm-hmm. and I can get just, down and be dark and let my darker side come through and just yes, write just right, where yeah. it takes me. Um, the, the, the short stories and the poems they they were something that I did a long time ago and I don't really write poems and short stories anymore but it was work that I kind of felt I didn't want it to just sit in a drawer I wanted it to be out there and one of the one of the short stories in there Maisie was actually um performed by um a friend of mine uh Dee who's uh an actress she actually performed it at the Bath uh, International Literary Festival a number of years ago Uh, so I'm kind of quite proud of that and I I want that. That's that's one of the reasons why I've dedicated the book to her as well. Oh. I kind of wanted that book to be out there because yeah. it has been sort of read to quite a lot of people. Yes. It's been out there already. And it's a piece of my written work that if my readers are into poetry and short stories, it's just something else that yes. they can read. Yes, and that's, yeah. that's, that's also <clears throat> awesome. And it, it, like I said, poetry has uh, different uh, aspects to it. Um, different yeah. you don't write it just in one way or the short stories it's kind of like a start to uh, for me I, I can only speak for myself but when I started writing I started with short stories and yeah. and poetry and I think that's your kind of your way of sharing that that other side like you said with your mm-hmm. history you're always going to love it and then you have your your you know your thrillers where you just kind of dive in and then these short stories and poetry um, correct yeah. me if I'm wrong, but I think that's your way of kind of your start to your to how you began your yeah. your beginnings in in the literary world or writing, right? That's not. Yeah. Definitely. But um, I was gonna say um, so now what are your new projects? What are you working on currently? 
<laughs> right, okay. So let me try and work this out. So currently I am in the final throes of editing uh, Wind Across the Nile, which is a historical uh-huh. fiction book set in Egypt. That's okay. going to be released in the spring next year. I think probably around about the first week of May. Okay, cool. So um, I'm working on that at the moment, which okay. is great. And I can't yes. wait for people to read that because yes. I'm really excited about the book and because I love Egypt so much yes. it's just I've really enjoyed writing it and I've really enjoyed kind of getting in there and, and just teasing and teasing risks. us with it because every time I yeah. put on the book on your <laughs> book club I keep sharing these teasers and then you're like no don't share no more teasers let's just share the pictures now for the research and I'm like okay I'll do that now oh there's going to be loads of teasers coming very soon yeah but I know no, I'm, I can't wait for that one to be released so yeah that's going to that's happening um and then behind that obviously I've got retribution which I'm about halfway through writing um then I want to re-release the first book that I ever published back in 2008. Wow. It, was, it was called Nabatea. Uh-huh. It's a historical fiction, but actually I've changed the name to Under a Scorching Sun. Oh. So it's a historical fiction, which is... Actually, I would say it's more historical fiction suspense, okay. and it's set in Petra in Jordan. Wow. So it's got a huge archaeological theme going through it. It's a bit. It's it's a lot about sort of black market theft and the discovery of an wow. ancient site, and so it's got a lot in there for readers. It's quite fast paced as well. So I'm very excited about getting that re-edited and getting that back out there for readers as well. But that's probably not going to be till about 2018. Yeah. Uh, and then I've. I always intended that Among the Olive Groves was going to be a standalone book. Yeah. Always intended that. And my readers have kind of politely asked, slash nagged, (laughs) slash begged. (laughs) Yep. um, (laughs) We do that. They want to know what happened to one of the characters in the book. And I'm not going to say too much because it's for the storyline. But there's a character in the book called Athena who's a young girl. Yeah. And they want to know what happened to her. Okay. Um, And so they've asked if I can basically write a story about it. Mm. Kind of thought about it for a while and thought, well, I didn't really want to write another one. Yeah. But actually then my writer's brain went, ooh, challenge. (laughs) Um, So I kind of went, challenge accepted. Yes. And Um, and that's what you've got to do. No, and, and that's what uh, a lot of our uh, audience does. They are readers. Uh, you know, they, they, they want us to write more characters. You're like, okay, yeah. and you think about it, and then you, 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 know, you start building yeah. on that story. So I, that that's sounds right. really exciting to me. Yeah. To, so to... I'm, kind of in, I'm, in the, I'm in the process of research, researching it at the moment. Um, so there's a lot of research involved, and that's going to be set... Um, on the Greek island of Zakynthos again, but also the Greek mainland. Wow. And it's, it's going to run from World War II into the Greek Civil War. Mm-hmm. And then it's going to be also be set in Bristol in yes. England uh, during World War II and then onwards from there. So, yeah, it's kind of... I've got a lot of work to do with that because there are some things that I'm really not sure I about. Her. I see her in the back. I, Sorry. I'm talking about her cat. Uh, I, I hear so much about her, not to interrupt. My cat has just joined the interview, everybody. Say hi to Flora, my cat. And I said, she doesn't like to be kept behind doors. She's decided to come and join us. So, yes. I will, if you hear me knowing, I do apologize. No, you're fine. I'm just saying, you all can't see it, but, but I can see her right now. Um, and it's funny because I, I've been, I, was, I was in my mind thinking, are her kitties going to make an appearance? I was just thinking. And then right when I started, there she comes. 
Yeah, yeah. My, my cat can always be relied upon to go, uh, excuse me, what are you doing behind a closed door? I'm coming in. I need to be part of whatever's yeah. going on. So, uh, yeah, bless her. But no, so um, I've already given the book a, a title. It's going to be called A Night of Thunder. Oh, nice. Um, and it's, it's, I suppose it's kind of, you could call it a sequel, but then again, it might be a prequel. Okay. So that's a little bit of a question mark for still... the readers as to, you know, to what it's actually going to be. It's, it's, so it's fun sorting that other. out, though. It's kind of, you're sorting out all the little details. Mm. So that makes it more exciting when you're plotting yeah. your stuff and stuff like yeah. that. That's real. Oh, God, that's so exciting. I'm yeah. I'm looking so forward to all the projects you're currently working on. But I wanted to ask you, now that we have you here, and, it's, and like I said, it's been exciting to have you on, is what, like, process in writing, like, do you have? Is there a type of process or... And what advice would you give other writers, if, if, if you don't mind me the question? No, it's fine. Um, I have lots of uh, processes. It's kind of, for me, mm-hmm. it's planning. I never used to be a huge planner. Mm-hmm. Um, I still, I'm still not a huge planner. But what I tend to do now, one of my, my biggest processes mm-hmm. when writing now, yeah. is I write and I have an Excel spreadsheet and in my Excel spreadsheet, I literally have columns, which are chapter one, chapter two, chapter yeah. three, yeah. and onwards. Yeah. And in those, under each chapter heading, I write bullet points of what's happened yeah. through each kind of bit yeah. of that chapter. And then I put notes underneath saying, should this do this, should do this, what, you know, what date is this? And yeah. if it's a certain date, write that. And then... I kind of work the book along as I'm writing it. Yeah. And then that's a, that's kind of like a quick guide point. Oh. If I've ever got any queries later on in the book, I can scroll back and go, hang on a minute, did I do that? Oh, yeah, that's chapter yeah. three, great. Or, no, actually, it's wrong and I can... So that's a huge help for me because yeah, when you get sunk into a book, especially if it's, say, a thriller, for instance, and yeah. you just carry on and you type 7,000 words in a day, you can get a bit sort of type, 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 type. And as I found when um, Integrate went off to my editor, she sent uh, the first draft back and she went, oh, it's great. She said, um, she said, but um, are Helena's eyes green or blue? I really don't care which, but in one, one chapter they're green and the other chapter they're blue. Just pick a colour already. And I was like, oh, yeah, sorry about that. So it's, it's sort of things like that that it's kind of making sure that um, – I can kind of combat all of that sort of stuff before it gets to the editing stage. Yes. So that it's kind of, I'm not making too much work for my editor, but also so that I'm dead set in my head about actually what I'm doing and where I'm going. Yes. Um, I also tend to, when I write, I tend to write listening to music. I have playlists. Oh, I, I love so that When too. I listen to kind of, when I write my books set in Greece, I kind of listen to Greek music. Yes. Um, I've got a playlist that I have used for the Moon series, which mm-hmm. all the similar sort of songs. And it's all the songs I listen to and integrate that I listen to in Temperance, yes. that I listen to in Retribution. Yes. Because for me, there's an identifier with those characters. Mm-hmm. Um, and actually, it's really funny because there's a group of songs that I listened to um, when I was writing Among the Olive Groves, and if I hear them now, there's one particular song that I cry out every time because of what happened to one of my characters, oh. because it's so emotionally connected yes. to the particular chapter in the book now yes. that I find the emotion is still in that song. Yes. But yeah, and I kind of, in my office, I have post-it notes and I have notebooks and I have whiteboards. And on one of my whiteboards, um, I have a continuity check thing. Wow. So I kind of put on my whiteboard, 
um, if we're spelling things a certain way um, so that I don't misspell them. Because in my yeah. thrillers, I kind of make up place names. So Lake Tranquil is one of the place names I make up. So to make sure I write Lake Tranquil instead of Tranquil Lake or something else, mm-hmm. I just put continuity lists on my yeah, sorry. continuity yeah. lists on my board. So they're sort of easy things that I can look at. So I have all these different processes that mm-hmm. kind of make my writing so much and it, easier. Okay, it brings it together. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And you're right about pointing that out about continuity and writing things down because I have also been told by editors when I've uh, finished a manuscript, you know, your your tenses are changing. You didn't keep the same tense or yeah. the character. I thought his name was so-and-so. Here you have it's His name is this. It's very yeah. important to keep that consistency throughout yeah. because a minor, even just a minor little thing, it's yeah. all, now it's it's like you. Now I have the whiteboard also right here, and I take yeah. notes down and write little things down on it as well. Yeah, exactly. Definitely. No, it's really it's really useful, and I think you know everybody has their own different tools and mm-hmm. different ways of doing things. And I have so many writers go, well, "How should I do it?" And the kind of I say to them. Take advice from people and mm-hmm. see what works for you. Don't kind of say, I must do it like this because Sylvie Stein does it or mm-hmm. Melissa Foster does mm-hmm. it or, you know, Belinda yeah. Jones does it. Do it the way you want to do yes. it after listening to the advice because everybody does things slightly differently. Yeah. We're not the you same. But and it's, it's probably what works for you and makes you comfortable as a writer. Exactly. You know, I use this. I use a standing desk at mm-hmm. home. I don't like to sit at a desk and write because I find it too uncomfortable. So I actually have a desk that I can stand at and write at because it's a lot more comfortable for me. And to be honest, sh- don't tell me I said this, but it's easier to dance at a standing desk than it is when you're sitting down. Right? <laughs> yes. <laughs> but seriously. No, but no. Yeah, no I, I find a standing desk more comfortable. So, yeah. No, you're right. And, and Melissa is also a big... Uh, she likes to work out or... Do like stay more in like if you're working on your yeah. health and shape. She also recommends. I've I've heard her mention or on Facebook and stuff about standing desks are very yeah. how they help. So that's interesting. And actually, I've started now. Like if I'm watching a program, instead of sitting, I stand, mm-hmm. and it, yeah. and I do feel better. People say, "Oh, you don't feel." Yes, you do. It it starts yeah, giving you, you more energy, especially yeah. running around with children that I have. You know, you have the, the the youngest is seven, and it kind of keeps mommy more in. Okay, I can keep up with you now. So, so <laughs> yeah. and, and in writing, it's the same thing. You motivate yourself, and that's kind of like what the next question I was gonna. What is your biggest motivation? I think you kind of touched based on it right now when you were sharing on you know how you do your stuff. But is there something additional you you do for motivation as far as writing? Um, my motivation is, well, I kind of have days where I kind of think, I can't do this today because I'm too tired. And if I have a day when I'm feeling really, really tired, because I have epilepsy, so I can't always, you know, I don't have the kind of, um, energy levels that other people have. So I Mm. kind of sometimes have to just take days off, but that gets me frustrated. But I do sit there and think if I don't do something today, I'm wasting time. Yes. My biggest motivation is that my readers, because the quicker I write the book, the quicker mm-hmm. I can release the book, mm-hmm. and then it keeps my readers happy. Because for me, the biggest thing about writing is 
getting the book out there so that readers can read them because I have such a loyal following of yes. readers now and I love them to bits and I wouldn't be anything without them. They are Aww. such a huge support. And for me, it's about the books. I know they want to read the books. Mm -hmm. So that's a huge motivation for me. And also, I'm one of those people that I've always written since I was a child. Mm -hmm. If I don't write for a period of time... I get really kind of pent up and I literally will implode, explode at the same time. My brain is that I get yeah. really kind of vivid dreams if I don't write mm -hmm. regularly. So for me, it's a huge creative outpouring as well. Yes. Um, so I have to get it out my system yes. onto yes. the page. Um, so yeah, I mean, there are lots of things that motivate me. I mean, I love, I love sort of just looking out the window and looking at a beautiful day. I mean, here where I live, when it's brilliantly sunny in the summer, I mm. love taking the laptop outside, sitting in the sunshine, listening to the birds, looking at the leaves on the trees and yes. the people, you know, rowing past on the canal. And I just yes. sit there and I write. And you write. And it's, it's You take it all, you basically, you take it all in. Yeah. And, and, yeah. and and then and, and that's the thing. It's like you, you know, you touched up on, you know, there are days you don't feel well. You talked talked about dealing with your epilepsy and, and, but, but you have, you want to, you want to take advantage of every day because that's the, mm -hmm. the important thing. A lot of us don't take time. Like people get too caught up with things in life in general, whether it's health or, yeah. or, or stress that, that causes us, you know, we can't control it. We have to take a break, but the main thing is to stay, try to stay positive. There's so many yeah. stuff that's negative in the world. Our job is to stay positive and our readers yeah. do that for us. And you, you touch base on it right now about yeah. how you love your readers. You wouldn't be anything without them. I feel the same way. Um, and I enjoy when I can, this is why I did this podcast and you know why I love having authors like yourself and others that come and share what they bring to the table because Without you guys, I couldn't do, I wouldn't be able mm -hmm. to do this either. My, my job yeah. is to show people, I know you have a large following, but to get to you more listeners that maybe perhaps, you know, d didn't know all about your books, it, it, to throw them out there and say, oh, you know what? I want to check her stuff out because I want to know yeah. more about her. And, and that's the thing. That's the key to anything. You have to bring positivity, energize yourself and, and don't, and, and, you know, you can't make excuses because we all have our limit. Yeah. Sometimes we have our health. But the main thing is to stay positive and, and, and believe that good things can happen. Absolutely. And to be honest, it's quite a privilege to be able to be in the situation where you can create something. You you have a love. You, mm -hmm. you There is something you love doing and you have the ability to do it. Mm -hmm. And to be in the situation where I can write books, where I can publish them, yeah. where I can bring them to readers that... That's absolutely fantastic situation to be in. Yeah. So I'm very, very lucky. Yes, yes, we are. And I, like I said, it's, it's. I'm also independent, and I love uh, sharing and interacting, like like we're doing now. And it's amazing to me to have Chrissy Parker take this time because I know she's a very busy lady, and she has a lot to do. As you know, she's got a lot of research, and she's got her kitties, and she's got her husband. Who's a, an actor, right? Your husband yeah. is an actor, a actor, musician, musician voiceover, photographer. Yeah. So there, it's a pretty talented family, <laughs> I tell you. And and uh, to take the time out of her day to do this and share about her, and it's been wonderful um, uh, to have you to to share this time with us. Yeah. And if people wanted to connect with you, Chrissy, 
Um, what what additional stuff do you want to share about what you're doing currently, like what you're going to be doing, and what uh, where can they find you if they want to like share uh, like you know email a, a fan letter or something that they can connect with you on? Okay, so obviously I I do um I do I've recently done an interview with my local radio station, which is coming out um, next week people to listen to which is fantastic um obviously i'm doing this with you which is great Yay. i have mm. an event in exeter in devon next week where it's going to be a author talk and a book Yay. signing um and sort of q a as well which is Yay. fantastic i want video um, and pictures <laughs> I, yeah i shall so so if you go to if you go to facebook first off and if you go to chrissy parker book group and that's chrissy c-h-r-i-double-s-i-e chrissy parker book group you can just ask to join that group mm-hmm. and i put stuff on there sylvia obviously yourself you yes. put things on there i upload um facebook live videos to it i record other videos photos there's all sorts of news about my releases and any events and things coming up i also do have a facebook page as well which is chrissy parker author yes i have a twitter account where you can stalk me on twitter yes. if you like twitter, <laughs> which is at chrissy underscore author i do have a instagram account as well which is chrissy parker author so you can find me on there and my website is www.chrissyparker.com so that's pretty much me in a nutshell. And if anybody does want to email, they can email me at chrissyparkerauthor at icloud.com. And I'm always happy to get messages, emails. Yes, you know, that's she's very friendly. Very friendly person. The friendliest person. Love hearing from One of the readers. friendliest I know. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, no, it's been wonderful to have her here yes. to take the time and... If there's something that I forgot to ask, uh, you know, I, I, it's just that I'm so excited because we get to interact with each other mostly on chat. And it's always nice to be able to talk face to, you know, on camera and audio. And for all the listeners, this has been a most fabulous, fabulous day because I was able to get back to the one on one. You know, I had people email me on Facebook, when are you doing your next one-on-one and when are we going to hear about it? Well, you know, I had to do go big or go home. That's kind of like the saying. So I was able yeah. to get Chrissy Parker from Devon in the UK and I'm so happy. Devon, right? Is that, am I saying that Devon. correct? Devon, well, that's yeah. the one. Yeah, the accent thing. So I, I just I just blame <laughs> it on my Latin roots. <laughs> and, well, that's fun. And uh, it, it's been wonderful to have you. And I told her, you know, I have kind of like a little jazzy uh, song going with the garage band. I think I'm going a little nuts with it. And uh, on that note, uh, is there another something additional you want to say to your readers before we sign off? Um, no, all I want to say is just thank you so much to everybody who has supported me. It's been an absolutely fantastic, brilliant few years and I the biggest thank you I'd like to say um among the olive groves was actually nominated for an award this year and Yay. actually won an award Woo-hoo. in the fiction um category Yay. and that was down to readers being so supportive of the book and of me and it means so much because not only have the readers chosen to buy a book and read it um, they've chosen to actually vote for me and nominate me for yeah. voting as well. So that means the absolute world to me. And oh, 
yeah, I can't, I'm still quite speechless about the whole thing and I can't really put it into words, which is really stupid because I'm a writer. But it does mean the absolute world to me. And, you know, thank each and every single one of them for doing that. And actually to you, Sylvia, as well, for being a fabulous admin on my page. You do such a wonderful job. So thank you so much. Thank you. So you're always so lovely, always complimenting me. And uh, sometimes I feel like, you know, I'm slacking off today. I need to post something on there today. You know, sometimes we get a little busy, but I love being an admin. That was one of the best things when, you know, aside from the things I do that I love doing is being part of that group and and being able to do it along with uh, Rose James does it for the Among the Olive uh, Groves group. And and, and that's her other, uh, I think it's Among the Olive Grove, right? That's the book. Yeah, club. among the Olive Groves group. Yeah, yeah, yeah. on Facebook. Yeah. Yes, and that's Rose James. Shout out to her. Uh, I feel like I know her already because we're always <laughs> interacting and stalking Chrissy at the same yeah. time. I know she's adorable, Rose. She's absolutely yes, wonderful. She, she does is. such great she's job wonderful. as admin too. She's brilliant. Yes, and yeah. I meant the stalking from me, Rose, not you. <laughs> <laughs> But anyway, it's been such so lovely, and I know you shared a video. You said it was winter now in um in over there in the UK yeah. for you in the it's a, where you're at in uh, Devon in the UK. Yeah, <laughs> so, yeah, yeah. Snow today. We had snow this morning. Yes, so I saw the video. <laughs> go yeah, go check it out on uh, on her pages and stuff. But I wanted to say thank you so so much and. Like I said, it's been wonderful, and I'm going to now um, uh, uh, sign off. And again, thank you for being here at In the Artist Realm with myself, Sylvia Stein. And um, I'm going to go ahead and sign off with a nice jazzy music again and hope to uh, see you all soon and uh, have more one-on-ones. And thank you again, Chrissy Parker. Uh, thank you, Sylvia. It's been brilliant. Try the ultimate selfie now. Bye, <laughs> y'all. Oh.